and welcome back to Percy Beyond a Bookish Odyssey, our book club podcast in which we're reading through the Percy Jackson series for the first time. I'm Will. And I'm Beth. And we're back for another special episode where we're talking about the new Percy Jackson and the Olympians Disney Plus show. Episode six. Episode six this time, six of eight. We're nearly there. What's it called? I I don't know. It'll be one of the chapter titles. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're getting close to the big, big old finale now. Another short episode, this one. It's... R- Ramping up. I'm enjoying them more and more. Are you? Yeah. This one was maybe the first one in the whole series that I thought was a bit flat, actually. Oh, I quite liked this one. I thought there were lots of moments that were exciting and fun. And maybe they were just character moments where I was like, oh, that's fun. Anyway, have you got notes? Yeah, I've got some notes. They're kind of random. Quite a lot of them are just me noting down what's happened because they changed the plot a lot. Yeah, which I am not hating. You're not hating, that's interesting. Which is a surprise to all of us. You're just enjoying seeing where it's going to go. Yeah, I think that I've taken on board your whole it's just another rendition of the same story mentality and I'm just enjoying it. I also think that, well, the other day I suggested that the reason that they had Annabeth realise it was Medusa's lair straight away rather than in the book they took a while to work it out is because Annabeth is meant to be six steps ahead. And they realised that if they went with the book thing, it didn't totally make sense. And they've made it make more sense this way. And then I saw a, a post on X by Rick Riordan saying essentially the exact same thing. And I felt like an absolute legend. So now I'm just like totally on board with any changes they make because I know why. I know. <laughs> I know what's best for my characters. So for me, I guess, yeah, it all felt a little bit too low stakes for the point of the story we're in and I guess it's something you've been saying quite a lot of the way through but I've not really had it because I kind of haven't come in with too many expectations but the Lotus Casino kind of set piece Mm -hmm. is one that reading the book I was like oh I can see this being like hugely cinematically exciting they could have had a lot more fun with it I was quite underwhelmed by it and in- partially was that was because they changed the story to make it all about Hermes, which I thought just pulled a huge amount of the air out of the whole thing and made it just drop. I also thought, sorry, this is going to sound like I'm like beating on this. I've really loved the show. It's just this one episode. I've, I'm nitpicky. I wasn't as impressed with everyone's performances in this episode. Yeah. I thought it was a little bit flatter. I don't know. Yeah. I've got some notes. Okay. Based off that quickly... I think out of the trio, Grover was fun and very good. Annabeth is a little bit samey in that, like, she keeps playing on the same. She's always the exact in the exact same mood, and I'd like to see like a range of emotions from her. I'd like to see her have a bit of fun. I I know that in the first book she's quite cold, so yeah. maybe we'll get to that. But it seems like she's either stressed or she's like, I'm in the zone, and this is how the plan's gonna work. And I want to see, like, other sides to her other than those, like, sort of two moods. Percy, I thought, was very good. There was definitely a shot as well where they were on the beach and he was all wet and he sort of looked over his shoulder and I was like, oh, my God, he looks like how I pictured Percy to look. <laughs> this is He's a real good fit. He does have a couple of moments in this. I thought even he, there were a few scenes where I was like, oof. But, yeah, no, he was probably the strongest of the three of them in this episode. I think that it looked like he was struggling to keep his eyes open underwater, which is fair enough, because that is an absolutely <laughs> awful thing to that, try to Also, do. that whole underwater thing, it's dubbed over, right? Yeah. And yeah. her part was fine, and with his part, there was a bit... It, it just felt a bit like, same. oh, he's tried to mount... Like, it, yeah. they've tried to match this up, and it's not quite worked. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I noticed that too, but it wasn't too much of a distraction for me. I also think that she was quite heavily animated. 
Do you think? Yeah. I wasn't sure. I thought it might have just been makeup and lighting and stuff. But... Yeah, maybe not. So, I've got some notes. Go for it. Shall I go through? Yeah. So, starts with Percy's dream. Oh, I really liked this. I liked it. I was confused. Why? Immediately. Because... They, they, they basically whether... ripped the dream straight from the book. Yeah, I know. So I assumed it was Kronos. Yeah. But it's just a guy. I know. Kronos isn't just a guy in my head. What, what is he? He's like a big monster. Well, I think... Per- you... Like a big monster. You like, know how um, when you're something. dreaming, everyone in your dream is a face you've definitely already seen? Like, yeah, maybe. Person's just, just filling in the blanks. It certainly made me go, and I, maybe this is what they want the audience to think. I was like, oh, is this Hades? Like, or is this? Yeah. And it started making me question, like, are they just going in a completely different direction with the show? Not 100% sure they aren't, by the way. They definitely won't be doing that. But, well, I mean, they are in quite a few respects. Oh, not in the, like, overall plot line. Just in the little moments. I also think it's fun because Percy then points out that exact thing where he's like, oh, I saw Hades and he must have been talking to Clarice. Well, yeah, because then, they've assumed it's, yeah. And then he immediately points out, well, I've never seen Hermes, so I'm not going to be much help. He's never seen mm. any of them. Yeah. So, like, he's so straight. Mr. D. Fine, he's seen Mr. <laughs> D. And he's so convinced that he knows it's uh, Hades in his dream, but it's just another point out, like, actually, you've not seen Hades either, so. What was that little scene with Hermes earlier in the series? He was just delivering Medusa's head to Olympus. Right, yes, that's right, yeah. So they do the Iris message in the back of the truck. Yeah, quite like that. they've managed to fit it in somewhere. Yeah. We find out that they think it's Clarice. <laughs> Who would Ares be covering they're for? They're like, oh, well, it's Ares, so therefore Clarice, yeah. poor Clarice. I liked that because um, Grover was playing on his I can read emotions ability when he was questioning Ares. Yeah. Obviously, he's just like jumped to conclusions. He's not totally wrong. I think it's an interesting one because we only spent one episode at Camp Half-Blood and I'm not sure I can even picture the actor that played Clarice now. And so if 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 I'm new to this story, it's a complicated spin. Like, I've been feeling like they've been doing a lot of work to set up maybe being Grover. And then to just kind of pitch for Clarice as the false flag suddenly mm. feels jarring. Maybe we're meant to think it's Grover trying to throw them off the scent, but I don't think they need any work in this episode to kind of increase the Grover thing. I think so, it's more um, just like they don't want it to be obvious that it's Luke. So they're just playing the story and they maybe exaggerated a couple of moments with Grover. And now they've just had, you know, the, the kids as they are, although Grover's 24, obviously. Hmm. But like have the kids just like run with their first instinct. And I mean, they're going to be wrong, obviously. But that's sort of what they do in the first book. And I think that's fun. And it sort of plays on the whole like, oh, well, what do you what do you expect when you get children to do your jobs for you? You know, you get wrong answers sometimes. Mm. It's nice to see Luke. Yeah, we missed Luke. Because like, nice I, like with Clarice, like I, he's not been in the show. I really. think that was a... So it was a good time to just bring him back, because otherwise everyone would have been like, who? At the end. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, he like the way that he played it was smart. He Because um, you can tell, like, knowing what we know, obviously, Annabeth is like, oh, we know who did it. And he's like, oh, how do you know? Yeah. How, like, what, how, how have you still found that out? Like, in the book... There's definitely more to that conversation. He's like, oh, are you using the the shoes I gave you? Which yeah, we've yeah, seen yeah. literally one. I don't know if it's a CGI budget thing. We've seen them literally once. Yeah. We... And he also mentions, um, tell Grover it won't be like last time. Yeah. And it, you know, drops. They're constantly dripping in the relationship between Thalia, Grover, Annabeth and Luke. They are. Although, and you in pointed the this out last time, there's not a hint of 
Annabeth and no. Luke at all, or her having any kind of strong feelings for him, yeah. or of any kind. I wonder if, just like the first book, is very like, we're going to just establish the characters and mm. what we're trying to do here, and then in the other books you get a lot more character development. I wonder if that's sort of what they're thinking with the series, like establish the characters, establish the world, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty of how people feel about each other. Yeah, maybe. Although he does make the comment about Annabeth and Percy being like an old married couple, and it's yeah. like, well, let's just they're, they're sort of there, meant there's to be a few like moments friendly-ish. like friendlyish, and they're pulling and they've changed some things. Now this is the first one. Do we know if it's been renewed yet, or if it's getting renewed? I, have, I guess no, they might I don't wait think it has the, totally been renewed. Because I do what like there are just a few moments where I'm like, oh, they might have made this choice just to make it feel a complete story in one season. But I don't know. We'll see. So Hermes coming in. Yeah. And being at the casino allows them in that kind of Iris conversation and, and the moment after it, allows them to lay this kind of Luke and Hermes relationship is frail thing, which we haven't really seen in the show. Yes. So, yeah, that works. I think it mentions some stuff that you haven't read about yet. Well, I've got I've got some notes. And I was we'll, like, we'll, we'll, shh, we'll, shh, shut up, well, shut we'll, up. We'll be talking about it. <laughs> So the casino is, my, my first thought is, it's quite vibey. The set's fine. It looks nice. I like all the colours. Yeah, um, I was a bit underwhelmed with the set, purely because in my head it's this big, fantastical, amazing... Yeah. Obviously in the book he can write whatever you imagine. There's no budget on your imagination is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, I think there's quite a big budget on this, though. <laughs> I guess. I They could have done... Yeah, I was, I was picturing more slides, mainly, you know? Yeah, they and made out games. to be much more of a, like, a big playground. Thing. Yeah. yeah, and it was very casino apart yeah. from that like one little VR area. Yeah, and I was expecting more like arcade machines as well. I really um, liked Grover running into that other older satyr. Yeah, and also before we get there, Grover calls out the Odyssey Lotus yeah. story right at the start before they go in. Yeah, so immediately it was like, oh, this is going to be different. Yeah, because their whole thing in the book is. They go in, they go up to a room first of all, which they get given, mm-hmm. and just everything is great. It's like paradise. And then we can see the parallels to that story, but over time it's like days and days have passed. Whilst with this it's like, oh, let's be careful. And then Grover bumps into a new character and the rest of them go and find Hermes. It's just it's just a very different kind of yeah. plot point. It's it's a different story, basically. It's I don't think it's too different. I think the main gist of it was that they go in They've rectified the idea that, like, these, you know, Annabeth and Grover, uh, Grover's lived for his whole life in the Greek mythological world because he is, it's not like he got to a certain age and then was like, oh, guess what? Greek myths are real. He's grown up knowing that all of this is real. So he knows Mm. the stories of the heroes. Annabeth is the most well-read demigod. So she would also surely know the Odysseus story. So them not making a connection with the Lotus Hotel and Casino thing in the book Sort of doesn't make sense. Again, it's just them sort of picking up that they probably would have known about it. And I like that they brought it up. I like that they sort of, again, assume as long as they don't eat anything, they'll be fine. (laughs) I mean... And then they're like, oh, it's in the air. Yeah, because that's what it is in the the book. It is. They... So, yeah, I mean, it's turned into this... In the book, it's... They they aren't going to Vegas. They stop in Vegas. That's when they let the animals out. Yeah. Uh, The animals kind of played less of a role in this. But they kind of go into the casino to get away from the carnage also to have like a just a moment break Mm -hmm. right they might be hungry or something whilst in this it's like they're going there because they need to find hermes yeah who doesn't feature in that book no at all so that's interesting and i mean mean, it's clearly because they wanted to get lim and Miranda into this series yeah Um, i don't hate it i don't mind it i've got more notes on hermes so do we 
do we know this whole Luke's mum is a seer oh, thing God. or is that a show thing? I, I thought it might have just been a new thing for the show, but you, you from what you've said, it makes me think it's in the book. Luke blames Hermes for whatever happened to her. I kind of missed some of that. And she could see through the mist and see things that hadn't happened yet. It's what I understood that. Yep, this and is a book thing. This is why Luke is mad at Hermes because his dad couldn't save her or something. Okay, yes, so I that guess is, that's either is this that's a Titan's canon. curse thing, or is this going to even later than that? It's later. Wow, doesn't feel like feels like the sort of plot development that is fine earlier on. Yes, it is. Like it gives Luke, it gives us some context for Luke, and also at this point in the show, is important because, as I say, we haven't seen a lot of Luke. Yeah, no, I completely agree that it feels fine. I quite like it, in fact, mm. as a, like establishing the character of Luke and especially their relationship with him and Hermes and. It's interesting to have that dynamic, like all of the demigods have different dynamics with their parents, where Percy has never met his dad. He probably yeah. has the best relationship with his dad out of everyone that we it's know. Interesting. Because Annabeth's mum, as we know, has been like petty and spiteful, and Annabeth is mm. so obsessed with making her proud, but Athena is very like standoffish and cold and easily displeased. And then Hermes and Luke have got this whole other, much more personal. <laughs> Luke hates his dad, and mm, Hermes he is does. desperate to not have that and that's interesting i i don't know if we want to skip ahead and talk about that i know we'll, we'll get to the hermes okay. so there's a there's a new character there's a satyr called augustus yeah in the casino and he wants grover to help him find pan and which is obviously their uh, every satyr's life goal it's just like it's just a bit further and, yeah. and this is how we uncover the the forgetfulness thing and it turns out the vr game is like a finding pan simulator which is a I, fun thing i just enjoyed this whole Random new storyline. I liked him. Augustus. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought the whole thing of like Grover being wary of eating whatever he was eating was fun. And, and then, then being it like, turned out not to be, yeah. Making the connections there. And then his whole like, which oh, is just a bit further, come this way. And he tempts him with like the thing that all satyrs want more than mm. anything. And Grover is like, oh, I don't think I can because I haven't got my searcher's license. It's just a nice moment. And I then like he when... starts to forget. Yeah. It's clever. I like it when Percy and Annabeth like corner Augustus and they're like where's Grover yeah I like and that a moment, and then he just bolts yeah for like no reason it's fun and then Percy floors him yeah <laughs> yeah I like that too that was quite in funny in the book Grover's playing um a like a shooting game a shooting game like, where the animals hunters. are shooting the rednecks yeah. I thought I thought they were going to play that where he was going to be like yeah I kind of missed that pow pow die silly p- polluting yeah, humans I was and waiting for that that was one of my favourite lines in the book so I think it would have been fun the searching for pan thing it, it being the game is probably just to remind us that Grover yeah. has a main quest. I think there was quite a few moments in this episode that were just to like remind us stuff that they've kind of missed or not given enough time to so far. It's just a shame because the TV show feels so rushed. Yeah. And there's so many like golden moments in the books for characters and their development and it just feels like it's all sort of being shoehorned in. But I wonder if that's because we have read and analysed the books. Yeah. And other people will have just read them as light reading and been like, oh yeah. Or they won't have read them at all and <laughs> yeah. they'll be like, this Which is, is awesome. Be most of the audience, right? Would yeah. Be young people would have thought who haven't necessarily read the books. Uh, yeah, I'm missing, we've talked about this, I'm missing a bit of the casino kind of fun. Yeah. They could have spent longer doing that and showing us more wacky, wild things. I'm not sure, because I can't remember, but my one, one of my only vague memories of the film, mm-hmm. when I saw it in the cinema whenever it came out, yeah was of the casino. It's the only scene like quite... that people actually quite liked. So I'm interested to kind of watch that again and compare those yeah. two things. They did that relatively well in the film. And people, I think people have been asking Rick, like, oh, is it going to be similar? Are you going to use the same song and stuff? And Rick put, put a tweet out like, 
uh, no, we're not doing anything like the film. <laughs> um, anyway. So then they go and find Hermes. Mm-hmm. And it's Lin-Manuel Miranda, who... Not the strongest performance from him I've seen in things. I don't know whether it's because I think the last thing I've actually watched him in was his Dark Materials, and I thought he was stunning in that. But he, yeah, he was fine. I haven't seen him in anything other than Hamilton, and that's <laughs> obviously very different, so... Yeah. He... Is Hermes. Hermes is quite... I don't know if it's just because of where we're at with the books and how much I've read. Um, he's quite different on the screen to how he reads in the book. He's a lot more... I don't know. In the book, I, I, he comes across a lot wiser and more godly and less, like, broken as a person. Yeah, I agree. I think in the show, they've made him much more resigned yeah, and sort of downbeat. Like... And in the book, he's much more like... No, come on, guys. You, yeah. I'm like, I'm like optimistic. I'm quite go getter. He's a bit wistful, but like, I, I think in the yeah. show, it's very much like regretful. Like, yeah. oh, I wish I could have, you know. But this is I'm the... powerless. And it's interesting. They've taken a lot of that conversation from the Sea of Monsters when we first meet Harley's. Yeah. Is that conversation that they've just had about Luke in mm-hmm. the book and about how Percy's dad and how the gods kind of can't interfere directly and like how difficult that is for them. Do you know how difficult it is to be all-powerful and watch you struggle yeah. from down below? Oh, my God, my life is so hard. He's playing it a bit pity me, which he, which he doesn't in the book. Yeah. It's more like... This is how it is. Don't don't worry about this so much in the yeah. book. So, yeah. But that's interesting, because I, then I wonder if, it, if they do do a second series of this, what that kind of call to adventure becomes, because Percy's obviously not on that quest, and he, it's kind of Hermes gives him like a bootleg quest on the beach. I wonder if they'll still use him for that. And just not have the character moment, maybe. And it'll be like, oh, Hermes, I know who this is. Oh, yeah. oh well, why don't you go and do it anyway? Well, okay. Shame we didn't meet George and Martha. Yeah, oh my we gosh, I've forgotten about Hermes. George and Martha. That would have been a perfect timing if they're shoving him in. Comic relief, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, oh well. So yeah, it's just a bit different. They pulled some stuff from the second book. It sounds like they pulled some stuff from later in the series. Mm. It's, yeah, it's an interesting choice. So they're stealing Hermes' car. <laughs> Yeah. This is all different. I, I quite liked that. In. I saw her take oh, her cap out of her pocket as she walked away, oh, and I was nice. like, what's she going to do? I said some detail, nice. Yeah. I, I, oh, I missed that. I also loved when he he um, decides that they're going to have a, like, a private chat, and he sort of pushes them into a restaurant. He like pushes them somewhere, and they're in a completely different room. thought that was a cool sort of, I'm a god reminder. Oh, yeah. And then the decoration in that room was so cool. It was like... They were sitting in like a restaurant and they had a wall behind them that had like a breastplate of Greek armour and yeah. some Greek helmets and stuff. I was just looking at it like some I really appreciate whoever has done the dressing or the props or whatever on this show because I just Percy's driving Hermes car badly. <laughs> this whole bit. Well, he didn't stall it once, so I thought he was doing fine. Yeah. I think he left the handbrake on though. I don't you you wouldn't be able to move the car if the handbrake was on. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Mm. Automatic cars, you can. Can you? Absolutely, yeah. You can, even in some manual cars, it would just be like a horrible grinding, a bit like it was in the show. They're teleported to the beach in Santa Monica, which is convenient. Yeah, because um, Annabeth is about to get squished by a truck. Because in the, in the book, the, the animal truck thing was meant to take them all the way but they kind of got out halfway yeah and then they get a taxi yeah it was Annabeth's idea is it just a normal taxi then? She, no, yeah it is but then they're using the casino given credit cards yeah so they get a taxi to LA what this is is a taxi but it's yeah. like a magic taxi do you know what we still haven't got random point out is anything from Aries that they will have hidden the master bolt in 
No, I was looking. Percy's got a backpack, a, a rucksack, on his back. Well, we'll have to rewatch it. For he did the sake in that of... episode. He did. Yeah. I was like, oh. No, I mean, like, did he have that the whole time? We'll have to rewatch it for the sake of continuity to find out when he picked that up. If he's had it for the whole time. Yeah, I d- there's no clarity that he wasn't at any point like, oh look, a bag. Yeah. So I think that's all going to change, or they'll just say it was like magicked into his bag by Ares or something. And yeah. it, to only reveal when I wonder if I think maybe they just won't make such a big deal of that. I think they might. I don't think he had a bag on when he jumped out of the arch. Well, and he won't. He picked... does now. So yeah. they're just hoping that we like. No, I think that they'll point that out. I think they'll be like, "Well, where did you get the bag from?" And then there'll be like a flashback of him just like picking it up in the truck or something and not realizing. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I feel think like it's that'll just, be it's a it. Shame. Like it's not the best storytelling if if they don't kind of point that out on the way. I suppose. I'm not convinced. I think it could be his bag and they'll just make the bolt appear in it. And, and then it was Ares that did it. Mm. But we'll find out. Or they might play it completely differently because they've done quite a lot of stuff differently now. Maybe Ares hid the bolt in his shield and it'll be like when they picked the shield up. Yeah. Whoever touched the shield last. It's like the older ones, you know? Whoever touched it last. Is... We didn't get Aphrodite's scarf, did we? No. Anyway, that was the last episode. Uh, so they teleported to the beach. Percy walks into the sea, just like in the book. It's... Uh, that scene all looked great, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then we find out some things. Namely, some oh solstice God, has already yeah. passed. What? So the world is ending now, yeah. I guess. Okay, um, they were too late. They spent too long playing with Hermes. Poseidon's gone to rally his forces and Zeus is angry. They're going to have this big war. Suppose he can't see him. And I guess when they go to Hades, Hades won't be there either because he'll be like fighting the war as well. He's not involved in the war. Yeah, isn't he? It's his brothers. He's there like... No, punch him in the gut. Go on, Zeus. No, I, w- yeah. I wouldn't have that if I were you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. He that's just Katie's said role. your mama was. <laughs> yeah, apparently we're told that Percy's father is proud of him, Aww. and that he should now return to camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Poseidon's like, yeah, nice try. I'm proud of you. This isn't your fault, Time to but give up like, now. you failed. <laughs> the war is the world is about to be destroyed, so you might as well go and have some fun. Uh, Percy says the war's only beginning, so he's going to see through the quest. And he gets given the the pearls that, yeah. like, get out of jail free They pearls. sort of spell that out less in the book, which no, I... No, they really spell it out. He's explicitly yeah. told to save his mother. Yeah. And he's given um, four instead of three. Yes. Oh, gosh, I hadn't clocked that. Because in the book, he leaves his mum behind. And yeah. now the prophecy isn't going to make sense. Because he fails to save what matters most in the end. Yeah, well... Unless he loses a pearl along the way or something. I think it's explicitly said in the book... Oh, it's his mum. What else is it about? We talked about it at the time. There were options. I mean, it's probably his mum. Yeah. But maybe, maybe they won't save her. Maybe they'll kill Sally off. Maybe he'll drop a pearl and it'll smash, and he'll be like, "Oh no." What do you think is with the choice of the war having started? No idea. Just to add some jeopardy. I don't know. There wasn't any before. I don't think there will be any now. I think it's just really. Maybe they realised that, like the timing that they'd laid out at the beginning I don't know I really, it's interesting really don't know because there's two episodes left right and yeah. we've seen the next time trailer and this kind of surprised me it's got <laughs> Cerberus Hades and the fight with Ares on the beach I am sort of not surprised I don't think that's too much how long is the next much. episode like 35 minutes so what they've got to do in the next episode for each is of those things. they'll go to Krusty because we saw that in the trailer oh god yeah we did so they'll be with Krusty for like four Five minutes. They've got to sail across the river Styx. Uh, yeah, so they'll go. They'll see. That was a whole back and forth. Charon, 
they'll do the river sticks then they'll do cerberus, cerberus which and they'll is talk the to hades well, which no, hang is on. before they talk to hades there's got to be a moment like in hades yeah but maybe they'll just like skip over some of that world building and then there's the whole bit with tartarus before they get to hades what oh of course with there the pit, is which is the, the we big know plot. that's going to happen as well because we saw grover with the flying shoes and the on. flying shoes like yeah. to get out and then they go and see hades mm. and his mum and then there's the whole back and forth about what's really going on which is obviously quite important plot wise yeah then they get rescued and come up then it's the fight on the beach that just seems like a lot of stuff so they'll to do fit into a 35 minute episode or however long it is because they've got four sections right so they'll do crusty and getting crusty. into the underworld in the first section then they'll do Charon, cerberus and tartarus in the next section no they'll do tartarus and hades in the third section and then they'll do aries in the fourth section crusty and and Charon is enough for an episode <laughs> no it really well, is look, that's I mean, two big action set pieces it could totally be dragged out as long as you wanted it to be dragged out but obviously they haven't decided to it's, give it the time just, we would all like it to I, I just i i would have understood the rush at the start of the season if they were buying time for these i think this is we're coming to the part of the story that needs the most breathing space and will probably be the most visually spectacular as well so like why not enjoy it it leaves the last episode to be Olympus, Camp Half-Blood. Um, the twist. The twist, and then maybe a kind of to-be-continued kind of, like, set-up going forward. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we've got to do Gabe and all of... Oh, gosh. Um, no, that'll be, like, a two-minute, three-minute scene. scene. That would work. <laughs> the, I don't um, reckon they'll kill him. You don't think they will? They haven't done enough work to make him incredibly nasty. He's barely been in it. No. I mean, Percy will have to walk I mean, in on him, like, thing, the abusing whole his mum. why Sally was with him. It's, yeah, it's... It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's not get too hypothetical and yeah. speculative. So there's two episodes left. I don't know how it's going to play out. Overall, I thought this episode quite a lot of fun and I enjoyed the changes. I didn't think that any of them like changed the main story or the important bits too much. Um, it's interesting that they've brought forward Luke's background. I do think they probably leave it a little bit late in the book actually because obviously you haven't read it i was a bit like oh god spoilers what am i <laughs> going to do about this it's gonna but they didn't say too much so so i didn't mind it too much i thought there was lots of fun little moments as well i really enjoyed a couple of bits in the casino i quite liked when percy was trying to drive the car and he was like either of you are welcome to have a go and they were yeah. both like uh-uh. <laughs> there's this moment before they got in the car where he like looks at grover like do you want to do it well he's grover kind of like looks at his legs but then doesn't <laughs> mention it and it's just like well i i don't even know where we're going <laughs> i am very confused <laughs> yeah i thought it was a pretty good one i i know there wasn't a lot of action but i thought the dialogue was fun i enjoyed the bits they added in i don't think they changed anything that made me too upset i really liked the dream i really liked the dream i was waiting for Luke to talk back because in the dream he does and Percy's like I recognise that voice I don't know who was that voice it wasn't Ares obviously that's very difficult to do on the show they can't do that on the show because they think it's Clarice and you'd hear like the thing is reading the book Percy says I recognise the voice Mm -hmm. but you can't hear the voice of course yeah (laughs) so you can't be like oh yeah and if you if you're doing it in the show but you could see him behind the door yeah which is frosted glass I just really enjoyed the dream I was a bit like, oh, I wonder why they didn't just put Kronos in like a hooded cloak and you can't see his face or whatever. Yeah. And they just had him in this like random man. 
which is interesting. Interesting to see him. I just really liked it. Later on, how that plays out. But yeah. Although... He's not formed, so he's not like actually there, but it's meant to be like a representation of him, right? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's it's a dream, isn't it? So yeah. I don't know what, what I wonder what will happen when they go the Tartarus in the pit and stuff. Yeah. Who knows? I'd be excited. Do you have anything else? There has been a lack of jeopardy all throughout. I wonder if if you what if you binge watched the show it would feel any better. Or if it's just that it's for some reason been written really calmly. Mm. I don't feel like Annabeth or Grover and Percy are ever stressed. Yeah. I don't know. Annabeth is a bit stressed. I've liked the series. I just think this episode has probably been the weakest for me. But Fair enough. Maybe it's the one I had the highest expectations for. So yeah, I don't know. And maybe I'm did. just a bit unsure because I'm like, whoa, we are really off the rails now in terms of the story and in terms of the time left to tell it. And I'm, I'm apprehensive. Maybe once the whole thing's finished, I'll be able to like look at it as a whole picture and be mm. like, okay, I see what they were doing. Well, thank you for joining us. Thanks uh, for your ears. If you liked this episode, please consider leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Also, remember to join us on our kind of main podcast where we're reading through the Percy Jackson books. We're on the Titan's Curse at the moment, which is Beth's favourite book. It is. It's getting very exciting in the book. Do get in touch with us. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Particularly want to hear your thoughts on the TV show, Mm -hmm. what you're thinking of it. Send us a message. Where can they send us a message? Uh, You can email us at percyandbeyond.gmail.com or you can send us a message on Instagram at Percy and Beyond. Give us a follow. We will post posts like you do, telling you when we have new episodes out and some little skits if we ever get around to filming some. Yeah, we would do our best. <laughs> but yeah, do give us a follow on there because we'll also be able to let you know if there's any changes to the race schedule and we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Have a great week, guys. We will see you next week for more of the same. Catch you later for episode seven of oh, eight. Oh, yeah. This is where we all, where the reveal starts. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.